0: G'day, Sports by Fry fans. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Sports by Fry podcast. Back on a Thursday evening discussing AFL fantasy. The teams have been dropped for round 19, and we were kind of lucky. There was not too many glaring uh, names out there that were dropped, a couple of surprising players left off the team sheets, but not a huge amount of uh, carnage AFL fantasy wise. We're getting towards the real sharp end of the season. There's only five weeks left, 10 trades before lockout tomorrow night left for the fantasy season. So some coaches playing for a spot in finals this week. So there's plenty to talk about. So without further ado, let me dive into tonight's episode. Running through the team sheets very quickly, like I said, there wasn't too many, or well, too much carnage, too much drama tonight. There were a couple of relevant things to talk about though, starting with the Pies and Tigers who clash on Friday night. Richmond made no changes to their side, which means Toby Nankervis isn't coming back in. That's good news for anyone who wants to captain Brody Grundy. I think, quick side tangent, I'm going to have the captain badge on Grundy for the rest of the season. I've been burned a couple of times by chasing a unique and it really hasn't panned out. So I'm going to stick with the new fantasy pig for the rest of 2019, I reckon. In his side, he will be playing alongside four new blokes from the round 18 teams. Matthew Scharenberg, Jamie Elliott, Josh Thomas and Josh Dacos with the four ins. For Collingwood, Ben Crocker and Flynn Appleby were omitted, and James Ashton, Brayden Sire are out injuries. Sire might be someone that hurts a couple of draft owners. For what it's worth, Adam Trelaw and Taylor Adams both named on the ball. That was a bit of an issue, or not an issue, but there was some drama surrounding those two, and if they could score well together, traditionally we've seen Trelaw's numbers dip when Adams is back in the side, but they both scored well last week, so hopefully they can keep that trend up in Round 19. Hawthorne and Brisbane is the first game on the Saturday slate, one change to each side. Hawks unfortunately lose Jarman Impey, not just for this week but for the rest of the season with his ACL tear and Grant Burchill will be taking his spot for Brisbane. Harris Andrews failed to overturn his suspension so Josh Walker will come in for him. Carlton and Adelaide will see the Crows make a couple of noteworthy changes. Nothing too fantasy relevant, but Hugh Greenwood and Eddie Betts were dropped. I know Eddie, especially, is a big talk or been a big talking point since the teams were announced. Eddie Betts being left off the team sheet. But I just did a bit of a post on Insta and Facebook after crunching some of Eddie's numbers. He's kicked 32 goals this year, which sounds like a lot, but he kicked six against Gold Coast, and that's the only goals that he's kicked in the last month. He's gone zero. Three or kick zero three, 3 I should say, in the other three games, averaging just a tick over nine touches in those contests. So, yeah, Adelaide fighting for a final spot. They're not going to accept having any passengers around. Alex Keith was the uh, third person or the third change they made this week being managed. The three ins they had for those blokes include Tyson Stengel, Andy Otten, and Patrick Wilson finally comes in for his first game. I think it's his first game from memory for uh, 2019 after some ripper Sandful form. Matthew Cruiser was also managed by the Blues. Don't know what they're managing him for. Just probably the fact that he's very injury prone and they don't want to uh, risk any serious damage. Andrew Phillips comes in to Carlton's outfit. So another tasty ruck matchup if you have Riley O'Brien in your fantasy side. A couple of people have been asking about Ed Kerno and if he's a fantasy trade target. He's been named on the ball along with Sam Walsh, so ever since he slotted back in, I think from memory he's had four tons in a row, so he's definitely a trade target. West Coast and North Melbourne, the Coasters only made one change to their side, and unfortunately it wasn't Shannon Hearn coming back in. Will Schofield was the in, with Tom Cole omitted for the Coasters. On North Melbourne's side of things, they brought Taylor Gardner, Luke davies Uniac and Paul Ahern into their team. Scott Thompson is out with a nasty injury, a ruptured testicle he suffered. So hopefully Thompson's all right. Uh, Kane Turner was rested and Nathan Rovat has been omitted. So yes, no Shannon Hearn in West Coast's outfit. Does mean good news for those people that invested in Francis Watson. Some people have had him sitting at one of their bench defensive spots for most of the year or part of the year. And if so, then you get to see him play a second game. Next game on the Saturday slate, we'll see Port Adelaide go up against the GWS Giants. The Power have stunningly, or not stunningly, they're not in great form, but there's two big names out of their side with Charlie Dixon and Stephen Motlop both dropped. Paddy Ryder comes back in for his first game in a few weeks, and Joel Garner is the other inclusion. Some people, including yours truly, still rocking with him on your bench, so that's very handy. The outs for GWS, Lachlan Keefe and Jake Stein were omitted with Brett Deledio managed. And Phil Davis, Adam Kennedy, and Jackson Hatley come into their side. Hatley finally back into the outfit after a couple of weeks on the pine. Oh, on the knee I should say. I don't think too many people will still have him in their side. And Jai Caldwell listed as first emergency, still yet to make a debut. He was their first pick this season, or last draft season. So hopefully he can get a gig before the end of 2019. Last game on Saturday, we'll see St Kilda and Melbourne go head to head. Matthew Parker is the lone omission for the Saints with Ben Long taking his spot. For the D's, Braden Proust, Stephen May and Jay Lockhart are out of their side with Oscar Baker, Tim Smith and Oscar McDonald included. Oscar Baker could be a big in for some people who may still have him floating around their bench. Probably an all right field option, if you're still tossing up between a couple of different rookies. That's a popular question I've been getting. I'll answer some of them at the end of the pod, but a popular question I've been getting is which bloke out of those Bewley baker snelling types to field. Baker should be good against the Saints. So should Max Gorn. Now that Braden Pruce is out, he will have lone uh, reign in the ruck duty. Going up against Rowan Marshall may see him uh, score a small hundred. I still think he'll get to triple figures, but he kept Marshall to under 50 earlier in the year, so that game will be very interesting to watch for fantasy coaches. The Sunday squads are out for the Western Bulldogs and Fremantle game. At this stage for Frio, Cam McCarthy is the only out being omitted. Nat Fife, Hayden Ballantyne, Bailey Banfield, Mitchell Crowden and Lockie Schultz have been included into the squad. I think here for McCarthy is virtually a straight swap there. On the Bulldogs side of things, Josh Shackey and Matthew Suckling are out with Dale Morris, Riley West... Ed Richards, Will Hayes, Bailey Williams and Jordan Sweet coming into their team, or their 26 men squad. I think Morris and West have already been declared certain starters, so I think the two outs and the two ins there will be the only changes. But Jordan Sweet being named as a potential player in round 19 is handy. Frio going in with three, recognised Ruckman in Sandalands, Darcy and Lobb, so maybe we could see Sweet come in to help English, if you want to make a ruck trade, I think trading in Jordan Sweet onto your bench to try and generate a bit of dough, maybe you're still rocking with Darcy Fort or someone like Bolter or Choll. I'd probably keep Choll, but yeah, Jordan Sweet is probably the pick of the ruck downgrade targets. Sydney and Geelong is the next game up in round 19. The Swans have left Will Hayward out of their team with Jordan Dawson, Dan Menzel, Kieran Jack. Ben Ronk and James Rose all included, while Geelong has managed Gary Rowan and Zach Tui with Zach Smith, Jack Henry, Quinton Narkel, Lockie Henderson, Scott Selwood, and Sam Simpson the inclusion. So, not a hell of a lot fantasy relevant wise there. There might be some people rocking with Tui in their draft team. And on Sydney's side, I think Jordan Dawson, he floated on my draft bench in a league or two for a while so his inclusion could be handy. Hayden McLean listed as Sydney's starting Ruckman might make him the pick of the downgrade rookie targets at the moment. I'll talk about all of them tomorrow after the Sunday teams are confirmed but Hayden McLean definitely a trade candidate. Last team to talk about is the Gold Coast Suns versus Essendon. For the Suns Will Brody is out with his injured hamstring. Lockie Weller, Anthony Miles, George Holland smith Jack Leslie and Jez McLennan are the ins. McLennan may be making his AFL debut, for what it's worth. He's averaging about 50 from a dozen 13 NIFL games. For Essendon, Connor McKenna and Dyson Heppel are out. Zach Clark, David Myers, Jaden Laverde, Mark Bagley, Ben McNeese and Josh Begley are their inclusions. That's all there is to talk about team selection-wise. Again, nothing too crazy. Not a hell of a lot of uh, relevant fantasy names left off the team sheet. So for that reason, there's not too much to talk about hot topic-wise. Mainly the hot topics and the questions I've been getting have been talking about some trades. Shannon Hearn's name has popped up a bit and a few people are asking whether to hold or trade. I am someone who traded Nat Fife out last week. and It looks like he's only going to be a one-week thing, but... I think at this time of the year, I've started to really buy into this belief. It pays to be ultra-aggressive with trading these type of players. Shannon Hearn, not in great form. Again, there's no guarantees that he will be back next week. We assume that, but we also assume that this week. So I think being ultra-aggressive and moving him on to another defender is a wise move. I do like the looks of Jack Crisp. He has... A couple of fantasy matchups that I like the looks of in the run home. So that would be my preferred route. You could always get a little bit fancy and go for someone like Hunter Clark. But there are options out there. So I think you have to be aggressive and trade these type of dudes. If you want to try and go for a dice roll for a unique captain as well. I would, and people that ask me for captain advice, I always divert to Calvin's captains. But a couple of juicy ruck matchups do make Riley O'Brien and Max Gorn really are tempting uh, captain options for the end of the season. I'm going to be doing my big AFL Fantasy uh, Finals Primer next week. So in that, I talk about a couple of unique captain options for each round and answer a few other questions. But I think if you want to try and get outside the box thinking-wise, chasing Gawn or Raleigh O'Brien in this round could be worth a shout. All right, question time. Thank you to those people who fired questions through to me. First one comes from Michael Berry and he simply asks Newman or Hooley. Hooley is someone who I get a couple of people asking about in certain trade scenarios with me but I think it's wise to go the option that's not Basher Hooley. Hasn't been in great form ever since Brendan Ellis came back into the team and while he put up some ridiculous numbers through the buy rounds and just after the buys I think chasing Newman is a better choice. He's in much better form so that's where I'd side with that one. Jason Rossi says he's trading out Lyset after bringing him in for Gorn after his injury, made about 200 grand out of it. Does he go back to Max for a cost of 100 grand or go to Marshall for a cost of 88 grand? I think that there's daylight between the two. Ruckman. No offense to Marshall, he has put up some serious numbers this year and he could be a future fantasy star, but Max Gorn is Max Gorn. He is the unequivocal second best ruckman in fantasy behind the Pig Brody Grundy, so it only costs you 17 grand difference, so I wouldn't get too fancy there. I'd back Max in. He might have a, oh, like I said, a low 100 and not go back bonkers against Marshall, who might score well as well, but I still think Max will be better for the run home. Blake Gebhardt asked me for the best player under 498k. Hopefully, you're not listening to this in a similar boat, because uh, spoiler alert, there's not a hell of a lot under the 500k mark that excites me. Uh, Hasn't specified exactly which line so I'll go through a few of them. I don't hate Tom Libertore potentially in the midfield. He could be a definite option. Mark Blixarves has his moments as well so there's another one that might be tempting. Ever since Will Setterfield's come back into Carlton Sky, he's been scoring 70s and 80s so while I suggested trading him out in the rookie guide earlier this week, he could be worth a punt. Chad Wingard is someone that interests me. He was in A lot of centre bounces last week for Hawthorne in the game I got to watch, so he could also be tempting, but I'll be honest, mate, there's not a hell of a lot there. My advice would probably be, instead of chasing someone for 498k, to do another downgrade. There's plenty of rookies up for grabs at the moment. Getting one of them could help you save maybe 200 grand, and then next week you can throw that on top of whoever you're planning on trading out for this 498 grand, and then get maybe a much more relevant fantasy player. Dono Aiden wants to know which premium he should chase after trading Dylan Clark out. The choices he's given me are Trelaw, Duncan, Oliver, or Billings. Billings is actually in really good form and someone that interests me. Similar with Oliver, I've talked him up throughout the year, but you can't really go past Trelaw or Duncan here. I think Adzi Trelaw is the safe bet, even though. There are some concerns over a down game coming with Adams back in the side. He's been probably, with the exception of uh, Dunkley and Grundy, the most consistent player since the buy rounds. He was someone I got during the buy rounds and I have not been disappointed. So that's where my vote would side. I'd get Trelaw in. Bailey Pink asked me if he should hold Hearn and field Ainsworth or trade Hearn to Whitfield, which keeps still Clark on his field. This is not a question. You have to get rid of Hearn if you can get to Whitfield. I got five to Whitfield last week. He only got me 109, 110, whatever it was, but I don't think it'll be too alarming. I think Whitfield is the player you need for this run home, include if you can't get to Dunkley, obviously, but, yeah, clearly you have to get rid of Bunga Hearn. I've, I've talked about why it's important to be aggressive with your trades, and this is a prime example. Finally, Cam Harris asks, should I bring in Hooley Laird? Or Newman for Hearn. He can't afford Whitfield. That does suck. I don't mind uh, Tommy Stewart. Also include him in that conversation. Maybe he already owns him. But Rory Laird, I gave him the negative three in my fantasy wrap-up this week. Because he hasn't, hasn't scored over 120 actually, which surprised me. But he hasn't been putting up, like I just said, these numbers that are usually accustomed with Rory Laird's high fantasy scores. So honestly, I think Nick Newman might be the way I lead. He's in pretty good form. Got a couple of interesting matchups to close the year. I'll leave it at that. But yeah, Newman or Laird, probably Newman by a hair. Finally, my moves this round. I'll be honest, I'm pretty stuck with what to do. I've got about a hundred grand in the bank and I need to address the Shannon Hearn situation. I could go him down to someone like Blakely or Hunter Clark and pocket a bit of coin, which would then in turn allow me to turn James Sicily into maybe a merit type, maybe someone like Taylor Adams. I do still have Sydney Stack on my field as well, so Stack or Sicily is probably the two that I'm tossing up trading. I'm really not sold on Jack Siebel being in my forward line, and I can't really turn him into anything of note, otherwise he'd be out. So I'll probably have to wait a little bit until the Sunday teams are announced, and I've got a full idea of what to expect. But at this stage, I think I'll chop out Hearn and Sicily. Flick stack into my back line. Maybe have a bit of fun to get Hunter Clark and then probably pair him with Merritt or Taylor Adams. That's going to do it from another AFL Fantasy Pod. Thank you for tuning in. I'm not going to do Fries Fast Five today. There were a couple of things to talk about, like Pau Gasol signing with the Blazers, a couple of NFL headlines, but I'll probably do one tomorrow and cover all of them, plus... Friday night footy between the pies and the Tigers. So once again, thank you for tuning in. Good luck in round 19. Until next time, peace.